presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man, it's the compassion, it's the it's the dignity, it's the wisdom, it's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead! The Jazz. Uh-oh. Three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, hello, everybody. April 27th here on a Wednesday afternoon. Eric France and Amaje Salveson on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming and also on the mobile app as well. Joining us however, wherever you're doing so. Thanks for doing so. Hope you're having a wonderful evening. To our new listeners joining us here in the second hour, hi, how are you? Uh, we had heavy jazz talk. In fact, we went so heavy, we went deep into what the jazz could do trade-wise. Rudy Gobert for Ben Simmons? Ah, uh, Maybe. Donald Mitchell for Damian Lillard, eh, it's going to cost you a little bit more than that, both sides. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're already looking into the offseason because, look, if they win Game 6 tomorrow, congratulations. They're getting their butts kicked on Saturday in Game 7. So, good for you there, buckaroos. And what does that mean for the offseason in the future? Uh, look, it's <sighs> big sigh. After Game 1, we had to remind ourselves, one game a series does not make. After Game 5... We should remind ourselves of the same thing. <laughs> no. One game no. a series does not make. Eric, when was the last time the Jazz were down 30 in the third quarter of a playoff game? And, like, specifically... Stockton Malone era? Yes, exactly. And, and by the way, those guys came back to fight, and they were competitive a second, and they still lost that series. This is a team that's pretty much given up. They just quit. They just quit in Game 5. But they didn't quit in Game 4... They played tough in Game 4. They were aggressive. They were active. They had hustle. Whatever reason, that was lost in Game 5. Like the, the ball wasn't going in early, and it's like it broke their spirits. After fighting back to get the game within two and then going cold, just couldn't make a bucket. It had looks. They just couldn't make a bucket. And then after that, it's just like you know their will to compete had just been squashed. Now they've had a couple of days to come back, reset. I it's not going to help. I'm I'm just telling you it's not going to help. I I I love the Utah Jazz. I'm a diehard Jazz. There's no bigger Jazz fan in the world than me. But I'm going to throw up if we're down by 30 again in the third quarter of a closeout game for the Mavericks. Oh, there will be booze. Like the the last uh it was game 3, Jazz got booed off the court. At halftime, they were down by, what, 18 points? Going to the halftime and came back in the third where they were the aggressors. They made plays. They fought their way back into it. Again, got it within a few points. 
but just couldn't hang on. And, uh, and it was a frustrating loss in Game 3. But this is a team that has had so many opportunities in this series, but the sense of urgency isn't there. It was there in Game 4, but the sense of urgency isn't there. I mean, it has to be there tomorrow. It is the literal definition of do or die. It is a must-win. <laughs> hey, uh, Dom, do you feel like this is a must-win for you guys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say it's a must-win. We're if we lose, we're out. Yeah, it's uh, definitely that. Uh, our Guild Mortgage text line is open. We are live here at the Full Court Press inside the comfy confines of the Cash Valley Media Group Studios. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text in. Text line was awesome in the first hour. Let's keep it rolling. Bring them all in. Give me all your hot take, jazz off season thoughts. Because I'm ready for the off season. I'm moving on. Like, give me your off season hot takes. I want to hear them. All right, uh, let's see here. Nine three one five. This team is making history, but in all the wrong ways. Yes, yes. Bad history, and there is such thing. <laughs> Five seven eight eight. As frustrated as I am with the Jazz, we are in a series despite not having a complete game yet. Staying optimistic. Not only are you having a complete game yet, you're not even having a game that you've competed in. Would you say game one was a complete game? No. No. I mean, uh, how was that not a complete game? Because no Luka Doncic, and we still had to scrape by to beat the Mavericks. We're talking about... Okay. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Game four wasn't a complete game. And they were down. They had to fight back. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. But that's just the problem with this team this year. It's hard to know when that complete game happens. Yeah, I still can't it's figure out when it's been hit miss all season long. I loved your thought of the last time that uh, this team had won. Was it two road games or is it no an important game at home followed by an important game on the road against and it was two good months quality ago, right? teams? It was two months ago, and I and I would never tell myself out loud, man. I never said this. I said, man, that is when we played great basketball. We were playing great basketball for four quarters. That's I, I said that out loud. And I almost threw my hands in the air because I was so just disgusted that it's been that long. It's been two months since they've been being able to put two games back-to-back against really good teams. One five seven zero. I'm sick of hearing all these people talk about how Danny Ainge is to blame or Joe Ingles leaving is to blame. If that is the case, then this Jazz team is too mentally weak to compete for a championship, bottom line. Now, there's some truth to that. I still think that some of the Danny Ainge, him being here, has brought some discomfort. Joe Ingles leaving has brought a loss for this team, like just a whole. I mean, right? And I'm not. No, I'm not blaming Joe Ingles. Nobody should be blaming no, Joe Ingles no, specifically, yeah, but yeah. just not having him there has affected His the presence, team. Yes, for for more than just what he does on the basketball court. All right, but you're right. I mean, this team, they, they don't have good leadership. Nine one seven six. Eric, he's fed up with us. You guys need to decide once and for all who's playing good cop and who's playing bad cop when it comes to the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Look, I am good cop and bad cop. It depends on how the Jazz... I mean, if I would have been on the show yesterday and you're lucky I wasn't, I would have said a bunch of naughty things that probably would have got me released from this show. I was so angry, so disgusted with the lack of effort 
with the lack of willingness from that team on Monday night. That was pathetic. That was embarrassing. I would have rather seen the Pelicans have the five seed than us. Because here's the thing. The Pelicans would actually put an effort in that game. They might have got beat, but they still would have put in some effort that they wanted to be there. Third quarter, Eric, we're down by 30 in the third quarter in a 2-2 series, game five. What in the world is going on? I am so, I was so angry. And and now we got to go into a game six and people are like, hey, we're going to win game six. Great. So we can go get just bashed our brains out in game seven in Dallas. <laughs> they might not even play Luka. Just for pure disrespect, they might be like, you know what? We're not even going to play Luka. Brunson, go get 50 and go win us this thing. Oh, it's I'm going to throw up. And let me ask you, Eric, what is more disappointing? Giving up a 3-1 series lead to the Denver Nuggets two years ago. Or giving up a 2-0 series, last, uh, uh, 2-0 series lead last year with the final two games not being having Kawhi Leonard on the court. Or this year, no Luka for some of the series and you still get beat what could be four games to one. Where I ask our listeners, uh, before games two, whatever. Yeah. Wait, would it be four games? Yeah, four games yeah. to two. Which one is the most frustrating to you? And to our listeners as well, I'd put the Denver series, uh, just because the Jazz were were healthy and had such a commanding hold on that series and let it slip. the The Clippers one was frustrating, but the Jazz had injury concerns. Yeah, and they had injury issues, I should say. Um, this one is frustrating in a lot of different ways too, but I think that the the Denver one is probably more more so because not only were they up three one, they were in such control of the series up three one. Yeah, and again, a coaching staff and and roster that didn't have urgency. My uh, my friend Dave texted in and said it's sad to see Quinn being out coached by Jason Kidd. Oh yeah. Jason Kidd, just like Tyrone Lue did in games five and six, just running circles around him with Brunson. With Brunson. He doesn't even need Luka. Luka's just out there for kicks and giggles. Right. 7-3-2-5 Texan. This team is done. Gobert, gone. Donovan has to be traded, gone. Quinn Snyder's probably gone too, by the way. I don't think everybody gets shipped off, but I think some key uh, people here will not be back. One five seven zero offseason moves for the Jazz. I predict Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. The Knicks are desperate. The Jazz could get a huge haul for him. I agree. You get at least a first round pick, maybe even two, and R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. Maybe an Obi Toppin. Look, Knicks missed the playoffs. There's a lot of frustration there after a team that played really well last year, mm-hmm. underperformed, um, and uh, looking for something to do, some kind of a splash. Look, Johnny Bryant is there. He was a big yeah. part of Donovan's development as a young player. Um, but you're right. The Jazz need some significant pieces from New York if that's what they're going to do. Uh, see here. 2417 says last year was his worst. I hate the L.A. teams. <laughs> I get it. Eric, for me, it was this year. No injuries. Your team's healthy. They're not. Their best player is not on the court. And you allow Brunson to go for 40, Clocker to hit eight threes, 
Kleber. Whatever. And you get blown out. You get absolutely undressed, dismantled in game five of this series with a half-healthy Luka. Brunson's still getting what he wants, and your team's still sucking. There's no excuse why the Jazz weren't up three three games to nothing going into the game four yes. with yes. Luka's first game back. I, I would 100% agree. 6-2-9-4. Uh, Jason, drop a drink on the court for a timeout kid. Yep. <laughs> That's who we're getting. I know that guy. We're, we're getting canned. He was in. He was an embarrassment at some of his other places. Oh, dude, but, with Brooklyn, it was a joke. Yeah, and wasn't he in Milwaukee for a minute? Yeah, it was Milwaukee. Yeah, that was not good. It was so bad, and now he's out coaching Quinn Snyder. Yeah, it's, it's he's, he's has his team playing playing harder, and that's as much about X's and O's as anything. If you can motivate your motivating your team. To get out there and compete and play hard is just as meaningful, if not more so, than do you have a better play drawn up on the chalkboard or whiteboard or whatever tool you're using Whatever today. inning that is. iPad. Uh, again, Spring Sports on CashValleyDaily.com is streaming throughout this spring from girls lacrosse to baseball to softball to boys lacrosse. We've got it all for you covered on CashValleyDaily.com. Today's game uh, being featured on CashValleyDaily.com is a good one. Bear River Baseball taking on Mountain Crest. We go to the top of the seventh. Bear River trying to finish it off up 3-1 to one, and Mountain Crest up to bat. Here's the call live on CashValleyDaily.com. Take place in Garland. It's uh, Rod Zundel with Nick Zollinger. Working on a 3-1 count. Here's the pitch. Outside ball four. He walks him. That's not what you want to do up 3-1 in the final inning. Especially not with the number nine hitter in the box. You want to force him to swing his bat. Yeah, Dieter. Dieter. Caden Dieter now at the plate with a man on, nobody out here in the top of the seventh, trailing 3-1. Although he is 0-2 with a walk in this ball game. Let's see how aggressive they are on the bait pass from Hanson. The pitch right down the middle, strike one on Dieter. Yeah, the Bears looking to close this out. Up three to one in the top of the seventh. Three outs away from a, vic- a win over the Bear- uh, over the Mustangs. Throw over to first. They almost Ooh. got him. Ashton Harrow came down with a tag right on the head. Jackie Benton. A Benton, but he barely got his hand back on the bag in time. Here's the pitch. Right down the middle again, strike two. He's up 0-2 on Dieter. Gets ahead quickly in the count. As the Mustang need need base runners in this situation. Harrell to the plate. Tried to get him on the curveball, but nice patience by Dieter. Held off and took a ball. Throw over to first. Boy, a good Good, quick throw by Harrow. Quick throw and a nice tag over there by Roach. Sorry, is that Harrow on first? That's Harrow on first. Ashton Harrow on first, yeah, yes. That's right. Roach is at third. So it's up to Hunter Harrow for a complete game here. The pitch, high and tight for a ball. Well, you don't want to give up the first two batters here. In the top of the seventh, leading 3-1. Harrow 
to the plate, popped up to Riker Jepson, and he makes the catch for the first out of the inning. So now the Bears, two outs away from a big Region 11 win. They got a one-game lead. They're nine and one in Region 11. Mountain Crest eight and two. They'll take a two-game lead over Mountain Crest, and depending on what Ridgeline does, they can have a two-game cushion. Yeah. We'll go back to them here after uh, we get closer to it. One man on Mount Spicy. Crest Trails at 3-1 here in the top of the seventh. Everyone won game one yesterday. Uh, final score is 6-2. to A win here, and you heard Ron Zundel increases their lead in the Region 11 play. And, and this has been a close game. I've been keeping an eye on it uh, during the show. And uh, Mountain Crest had a one nothing lead earlier on. Bear River was able to equalize it. Uh, and get another run on, and then they just added a few more runs here late in the game and uh, trying to hold on to the win here. Uh, but um, this is uh, uh, this is just a close game. Looks like we've got... We do have a ground out, 5-4 five, five, on the ground out. So they get the fielder's choice at second. So now two out, still a man on first. Bear River leads at 3-1. to one. one more out, and they'll seal a... Uh, a win and put him up two games to none in this series. Game three tomorrow. Tying run at the plate, though. Yep. Uh, game three tomorrow, I believe, is at Mountain Crest uh, between these two squads. So would it be tomorrow or on Friday? Uh, sorry, Friday. I, yeah, Friday. I meant. Oh man, good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so check it out on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, you can hear this game being broadcast on 104.9 The Ranch in uh, Box Elder County, and uh, appreciate. You know, the fine folks there at Bear River for making space for us so we can be there and bring these games to you. Van Park was uh, was recognized before the game. Looks like they gave him a commemorative jersey that was framed as he is retiring on his way out. But uh, we've we've been able to cover Bear River sports for a long, long time. Let's, uh, let's go back here. Final out. Uh, I believe it's a 1-2 count right now. Bear River trying to seal the win. In fact, uh, here's a pop-up. Uh, pitcher's going to call it. Nope, catcher's going to call for it. Just kidding. The pitcher does. He makes the catch, and that does it. Bear River beats Mountain Crest in game two of a three-game series. Three to one to final score. Bear River has won the first two games. Game three will be on Friday afternoon back at the yard in Hiram. Uh, boy, that's... <laughs> Bear River is rolling right now in baseball, Eric. That is an impressive win over a good Mountain Crest team. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, look, The Region 10 teams have the, the stronger RPI. Right now, but Region 11 has some good baseball going on, and we've seen some of these really close contests here recently. And uh, don't count out some of these teams that being able to make a run in the playoffs, which aren't that far away, by the way. Wow, that's good stuff. That's a that's a low scoring game. I think yesterday's game, I believe, if I remember right, was six to two uh, for both squad or for uh, Bear River. So again, game two finishes up. Bear River does beat. Um, Mountain, Mountain Crest. Jeez, had a brain fart there. Mountain Crest. And then is there? there's another game tonight, right, Eric? Yeah, we've got some lacrosse going on tonight. That'll be set 6 o'clock. Normally on the schedule it said 7, but they've moved that up to 6. It'll be Logan versus uh, Green Canyon, uh, if I'm not mistaken, for boys lacrosse. Uh, AJ Knight will be on the call, and we'll have that on uh, Cash Valley Daily. Streaming on CashValleyDaily.com where you can watch it, or it'll be on 104.5 The Ranch in Cash County. Big thanks to all those who have been helping out with this. Big thanks to the sponsors as well. Uh, they've been so great in allowing us to be able to broadcast spring sports and bring it to you. Uh, nobody covers Region 11 high school sports like uh, the CashValleyDaily.com and the Cash Valley Media Group does. So big thanks to everybody being involved with that. All right, we'll take a break. Coming back, we will get to uh, 
Eric, I've got to talk to you about the NBA playoffs, and I've got to ask you a couple questions. As much as Donovan Mitchell got is getting grief about his performance in the playoffs, why isn't the same energy being shown to like a guy like Trey Young? Right? Oh, in he Atlanta? is getting heat. Is he? Yes, he is getting heat. And speaking of heat, things are starting to heat up for Jordan Love in the trade talks. There's one certain team that is going after him really hard, and they think that he'd be playing immediately. We'll talk more about it here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. You lead a busy life. When do you have time to get your vehicle serviced? Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan can help. They're now open on Sundays to better serve you. If life is too hectic during the weekdays and Saturday is crazy like normal, go see them on Sunday. Get your oil changed and they'll also check other fluids and recharge your AC. Stay in your car while their trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Open seven days a week across from Angie's. Hey, Cache Valley, it's Kim with the Logan City Police Department. Spring has sprung, which means it's time for our cat chipping clinic. We are teaming up with the Bridgerland Applied Technology College of Animal Sciences to host this event. It will be held Saturday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bridgerland West Campus, located at 1410 North, 1000 West. You can pre-register for $8 by calling 435-716-9300. Walk-ins are also welcome at $10 per chip. All cats must be in a carrier, and remember to bring proof of rabies. Hope to see you there. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Neat and Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our Integrity Price Guarantee with financing available. An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doing cool. You suck. Fine. But the, the curse words like, what are we doing? On the other hand, Boston. And I think some in Boston, like Philly, like New York, think there's a reputation to uphold to be the biggest D-bag you can possibly be. And there is something of a Roman Coliseum sort of feel to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France, and I'm Alex Salveson here on 106.9 The Fan. Hey, don't forget the Mountain West Motor... Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership is located at 615 Main Street. Great selection of trucks, 
and SUVs specially customized for your next adventure. Whether it's hauling trailers, kids, or roaming the mountains, Mountain West Motor has a unique selection of vehicles. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by 615 North Main Street in Logan. Big thanks to Mountain West Motor being a sponsor of the Full Court Press in today's show. Uh, Eric, uh, 2603 text in. I hope, let's see, nope, just kidding. If I were coach, nope, just kidding. Over <laughs> under, Mitchell shoots better than 19.5% from three in game six. Under. Uh, and then he says, I hope Mitchell goes off for 50 plus tomorrow night. That'd be great. Look, if I get a 50-point game from Mitchell, that would be a wonderful way to go out on top. Gosh, at least, yeah, he's trying to make something happen. Yeah. Dude, he'd be the first. Trying to will his team to victory. Man, could you imagine you score 50-something in a playoff game and you still lose? It's like LeBron James. Just the best player on your team and nobody else Well, it happened in the Utah-Denver series Series, in the bubble. Yeah, Donovan scored 50. I'd have to look at. I have to look this up. But how many players have scored fifty multiple times and lost in the playoffs multiple times? I think Jordan's. Won, uh, I don't think Jordan actually. He only had it once when he scored sixty three. I don't know if they won. I think they lost that game to Boston though. I have to look. Hmm. Uh, all right, full court press. Eric France and Amaje Salveson. Uh, Eric, let's go with the NBA. Uh, obviously, in last night's games, let's get to these scores first. Uh, from last night. Atlanta falls to Miami by three, 97-94. Miami wins that series four games to one. Memphis beat Minnesota. We'll get to that in just a little bit. And Phoenix beat New Orleans. We'll also get to that. Start with Miami-Atlanta. Uh, this this series is over now. Miami dispatches in a gentleman's sweep to Atlanta by three. Trey Young, 41 minutes, 2-12 from the field, 0-5 from three, and 7-9 at the line. He had 11 points, eight boards, six assists, minus three. With Jimmy Butler on the bench, and yeah, um, name has escaped me. He used to be in Toronto for Kyle Lowry. Yep, was also on the bench. And that that Miami defense has just been smothering. Just locked him up. Yep, locked him up. PJ Tucker was great defensively. Uh, Bam Adebayo had twenty points, forty-one minutes of basketball, eleven boards. Uh, Oladipo had twenty-three, and Struss ended up scoring fifteen. Caleb Martin, the former Nevada Wolfpack kid, Mr. Uh, fire Extinguisher, 10 points, 5 of 12 from the field, 16 from Hero. He wasn't Fire Extinguisher. No, he was the Mountain Dew guy who threw a Mountain Dew at the uh, door and dented the can. Yeah, he was already in the NBA. No, he wasn't. He was there that night. He was? He chucked the Mountain Dew at the door and dented the can and exploded everywhere. Oh, okay. Yes. He was there. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Oh, yes. He was there. <laughs> uh, Memphis beats Minnesota 111-109. Minnesota had a 13-point lead with about seven and a half minutes left, Eric. Again, new game, same story. Jean Morant takes over, uh, and including the game winner on a floater because, like, dude, Anthony Edwards was just so bad. He takes a contested jumper uh, in a tie game, fading away, misses it badly, and uh, Memphis uh, is is fouled. They hit two free throws. They're down by three. Minnesota is. Anthony Edwards comes back and takes a contested three near the buzzer and makes it in the corner. Then on the final play for Memphis, actually the final well yeah final play for Memphis, uh, Jean Morant pops out to the three point arc. Anthony gambles for a steal. Didn't need to. Yeah. And Jean Morant has him a exposed. free lane to the lane or a free uh, lane to the hoop. Throws up a floater with the right, gets it to go. 
And uh, that's how the game ends. Memphis wins 111-109. Dude, like, Memphis is so confusing. And they've got to be... We talked about the Jazz should be up three games to none. Minnesota should be up three. This Actually, this series should be over right now. In favor of Minnesota? Yes. If, if they but, win this game and win that game that they're up by 17, this series is over. Th- this is a case of two young teams trying to learn how to play, play in the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, I'll agree to that. And manage their emotions, manage the expectations, manage the intensity, and uh, players and coaches. So I'm, I'm not overly surprised we've had the series that we've had <laughs> between these two teams. Winner of that series will get the Nuggets and Warriors, who, by the way, play tonight, 8 p.m. on TNT. Golden State's looking to close that one out in a gentleman sweep. At 5.30, you get Milwaukee and Chicago. That will also be on TNT. Uh, and then finally last night, the Suns and the Pelicans. Oh, this is, this is always fun times. Uh, Phoenix beats New Orleans 112-97. Eric, Miles Bridges was so good from the three-point line. But you know what really helped him out? It's just good defense. I mean, very, very, uh, just like energy-like defense. Everybody was jumping out to contest shots. They're blocking off lane pass. They're uh, they're closing up, uh, you know, gaps for the uh, guy driving into the lane. Uh, any passing lane was being contested. Like when Phoenix plays that kind of basketball, where they shoot like that and they defend like that, best team in the league, hands down, bar none, twice on Sunday. Yeah, look, this they're they're trying to understand how to play without their great superstar in, in Booker, and it's taken them a little bit, but I think they're getting it a little bit more dialed in here. It's fun seeing New Orleans make a series of it. Oh, yeah. And this thing isn't over, by the way. No. Nah. New Orleans, they get game six at home, uh, and we'll we'll see how that one goes. By the way, game six at home is tomorrow. That's at 530 in New Orleans. Also, Philadelphia-Toronto win a game that – or a series that probably should have been done a long time ago is still going. It's game six in Toronto. Philadelphia is leading three games to two. That game will be on NBA TV Phoenix and Orleans on TNT. And then, of course, Dallas will look up to wrap up their series against Utah. Up three games to two in Salt Lake City. That game is on TNT. And if you're curious, and if you're thinking about it, tickets are available for about 40 bucks a pop in the Upper Bowl. That's it. 40 bucks for a playoff game. I tell you, the Jazz are like, we got to get rid of these tickets. Someone's got to want to go. It's not bad. No, not at all. It's not bad. Not at all. Uh, all right, Eric. So let's go back. We're you know we were talking about Trey Young. Like, if it weren't for Brooklyn getting beat the way they did, the Utah Jazz would have been the national narrative conversation all day long, everywhere you would have turned on the radio to. Didn't matter. You listen to anybody, it would have been about the Utah Jazz. Luckily, Ben Simmons decided to sit. Kevin Durant was exhausted, and Kyrie Irving was back. Thank goodness for that, because that was the focus of the conversation everywhere. Except here. Uh, well, we thought the most likely team to upset a higher-seeded team in the Brooklyn East was Boston. Brooklyn over Boston. Yeah, well, and that's and that's why I it said. It couldn't have been farther from the truth is yeah, the way it turned not out. not even close. Well, I mean, there's a couple games that were close, but in the end, it was just Boston was better. Boston hit clutch shots, got good buckets, got great help from their bench, ended it. Uh, Trey Young, who get Okay, is... Are we giving too much criticism to guys like Trey Young for being on bad teams and not enough criticism to guys like Donovan Mitchell who are on good teams? Are we giving too much criticism to Trey Young 
even though he has no help, compared to guys like Donovan Mitchell, who has a ton of help. I wouldn't. I don't want to say that Trey Young has no help. He's. I mean, he's got some decent players. Not like Utah Jazz. If Trey Young's on the Utah Jazz, this is a Clint totally Capella story. is very much like Rudy Gobert. Bogdan Bogdanovich. His name is similar to Boyan Bogdanovich, and his style of play is very similar to Boyan Bogdanovich. He has some guys around him that are similar to what Donovan has in Utah. I uh, and Donovan has put thirty and thirty three in this series already. Yeah, Trey didn't come close to having any kind of consistent play in Atlanta during this series. Matt Struess scored more in this series than Trey Young. Hey, could we trade for Kyrie Irving? <laughs> could we? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, should we? No. 8920. Thoughts on John Moran's dunk last night? Oh, that was filthy. And, dude, as good as that was, Iron Eagle's call on that thing was awesome. A jawbreaker. I love that. <laughs> 2603. Maybe we could trade Mitchell for Trey Young. Maybe Young game translate better for Gobert. I agree. If we could get Trey Young for Mitchell, I would take it. I'd absolutely take it. Trey Young fits better in the system than Donovan Mitchell does. Uh, you know it. I don't know. I mean, look, Donovan. He's what six foot one, six foot two. Yeah. He he needs another solid offensive player. But we've said that for like the last five years. Like we were like, hey, we just get one more piece. Hey, if we get one more guy, we're there. And it's like, <laughs> okay, come on. Every year we give the same doggone speech. I'm I'm just I'm tired of I'm exhausted from it to be honest with you. Um any uh really quickly, does uh the Pelicans uh, Sun series does it go seven, Eric, or does the thing finish off before that? Uh, I think it probably gets done in Game Six. Yeah, I, I if if Booker comes back, this thing's over in six. Which he might get back in time for six. It's most likely that he'll be back in time for seven, seven. if necessary. Could you imagine? And by the way, here's the key point for this, Eric. Let me let me show you something. If you're Dallas, you want to get this series over ASAP. Because Game 7 for both teams, Utah-Dallas and for New Orleans-Phoenix, would be on Saturday. Do you know when Game 1 of the second round is? Monday. And Phoenix wouldn't have to move if they won Game 7. they just stay home. If Phoenix can win this thing in 6 and finish it off, and Dallas and Utah have to go to a Game 7, I mean... Phoenix has a huge advantage. Oh, yeah. Now, if both teams finish off their series in 6, they play Sunday in Phoenix. Assuming that Phoenix wins the series. Uh, the both teams would play on Sunday in Game 1. Sunday will be safe for Game 1s and some of Game 7s as well. But, I mean, it is key for both Phoenix and Dallas to have the urgency to finish off their series now. Because if one does and the other doesn't, boy, you're looking at a rest advantage, which could be huge. You look at what the Utah Jazz were uh, two years ago, a year ago. So when they played the Clippers in that seven-game series... They had one day off. That was a travel day. Then they played Golden State. And that Golden State game in game one was over into the first quarter. It was done, right? Uh, when they won the uh, 
what was it? They had another game seven in another series. I want to say it was against the Rockets. I guess, yeah, they won game one against the Warriors in 07, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, but it's just exhausting. I mean, it really is tiring to have to go play game seven, have a travel day, and then go play game one. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're right. In 16-17, they went to seven games with the Clippers and had to turn around and face the Warriors, and uh, it was they were gassed. Of course, the Warriors were playing lights out during that stretch. <laughs> that didn't help. That's an understatement. Nine nine five two. Jazz have never gotten that one more guy. I would agree. I would agree, and they never will. They're always going to be one or two pieces short. Yeah, Mike Conley was going to be that one more guy. Hey, and now hindsight twenty twenty. Can I ask you something? I don't, I don't, I've never asked you this, and I want to know your opinion. Knowing what you know now, George Hill. Rubio or Conley? Who you taking? I'd still go with Conley. I'd take Rubio in a heartbeat. I can't do Conley anymore. Defenders would totally slack off of Ricky when he's at the three-point line. Defenders are slacking off of Conley right now. Not really. Oh, yeah, they are. Dude, they're like, dude, like, let it fly. You want to go one for ten again? By all means. Show me that you can make two. I mean, it's disrespect. I mean, it, Connolly's in a slump, yes, but Rubio, that's just how he was. That's the difference. Connolly's in a slump, but Rubio, that's who he was. Consistently, teams wouldn't have to worry about defending him shooting the ball. Guys still run out to uh, to chase down Mike Connolly when he's outside, or at least respect him. Stay close. Ricky, they'd slack off and go help somewhere else. Interesting. Five, and George six. Hill just wasn't helping. Yeah, George Hill just yeah, never, and then he, which he, is sad because he, he was he would have been oh, great. He was such a great piece that one year. Five six five four could have been Desmond Bain. Oh, don't do this to me, <laughs> not right now. I'm hurting. Five six five four, please don't remind me. Uh, two six or oh, sorry, that was five six five four. I apologize. Two six zero oh, three says Malone is still in good shape. Maybe he'll come out of retirement and be that other guy, dude. I don't know what missing or secret weapon that Bogey was talking about. But, dude, that weapon either, like... It's about time to bring it work. out. It'd be nice to see that secret weapon there, Bogey. <laughs> Whatever it is, buddy. Don't please, have a lot of time Please left. show me, man. I'd love to see it. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, Eric, Jordan Love trade rumors are starting to fly around. Pun intended with the word fly. You're going to hear from Pat McAfee and Charles Davis from a conversation they had about Jordan Love. And you're going to hear Eric's thoughts and my thoughts as well on where Jordan Love could end up at potentially and if it's a good fit. Full Court Press, 1069 The Fan. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. 
Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is Dow with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Four three five seven five two six one hundred. This has been on the download. Here is the Dan Patrick Show. When you're withholding money from other billionaires, they might have a problem with this. If the reports turn out to be true, there should be, will be serious consequences for Daniel Snyder. And it feels like all these owners are like, "Hey, don't rat on me. It's all rat on you. I got information on you." Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from seven to ten. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, Eric France, and Ajay Salves at 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, Mobile, and Streaming as well. 9315, text into our Gil Mortgage text line. The secret weapon is tickets to Cancun. <laughs> yeah. Do you see the TNT clip they put together? Oh, dude. I've got that, actually. Oh, my gosh. I've got that loaded About Kevin up. Durant and the, oh, the Nets. Gosh. That was a thing of beauty. Holy, they should win multiple awards. I don't know what awards, but they deserve awards. This is uh, this is uh, the video. I know it's just a video, so you probably can't see everything, but listen to this. Roll call, Shabuya, yeah, yeah, Shabuya, roll call, Shabuya, yeah, yeah, This is the Nets on the, uh, on the bus, by the way, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. That is my name. Yeah. They call me Kevin. Yeah. Because that's my name. Roll call, Shabuya, yeah, yeah, Shabuya, Of course, Kevin Durant's face. Super close. They uh, stopped to the side of the road. There's Barkley on the bus. Barkley's driving the bus. Oh, boy, yeah, sorry. Barkley's driving the bus. Thanks. Eh. Playing a little hooky from work today. He picks up Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so good. So funny. Oh, man. Look, Kevin Durant asked for it. I'm going to make that clear. 
Kevin Durant asked for that just to get the beating he did. Now, granted, Kevin Durant's also owning up to it, and he's not backing down. He's like on Twitter, he's like, yeah, dude, S- screw Barkley. I hate that guy, you know? I love it. <laughs> he is so sensitive. All right, let's talk some Jordan Love, shall we? Uh, who actually, by the way, made his visit to Utah State over the weekend uh, to uh, help honor those being inducted into the Yeah, uh, really cool to see him in town. Hall of Fame. It was awesome to see him. It was really, really good to see him. Jordan Love in the pros, uh, currently of Green Bay, backup quarterback to uh, that one dude, Aaron Rodgers, uh, who can't win in a game against the 49ers. But, hey, but let's ease up on the pressure on him and let's let's kill Jordan Love for not being able to win his first game in Arrowhead Stadium, shall we? Just, just saying. Uh, there is conversation that Jordan Love could be moved around for uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of destinations. The one that people are hearing the most is the Atlanta Falcons, who reportedly won't quit, quote-unquote, according to Nathan McKinnon, who is of the uh, senior NFL insider for One America Sports. And the Falcons won't give up on trade discussions and are making the hardest push they've ever made for a player, quote-unquote. Interesting. Why? And let me ask you something. Why wouldn't... The Green Bay Packers be willing to give up a pick or something for and just get get rid of Jordan Love. Why wouldn't they? Like, what's what are you holding on? What are you holding on to him for now? Well, at this point, you've invested time in his development, um, and that uh, it, it's foolish for any organization to believe that their quarterback is never going to miss a down, never miss a play, never miss a game. Uh, and so, you need insurance. You need to be have you need to have somebody that can you can throw into a game. And uh, at least give you a chance to still run the same offense as you were before and have a chance to win a game. They've invested time and energy into getting Jordan Love ready to go and to be that guy. Now, if they don't believe he's that guy after two seasons now, then let's they need to move off of that and to go find some other resources to go with the other guys that they do believe in. Uh, Pat McAfee had Charles Davis, who, by the way, is a voice on Madden 20 and 21 and 22 as a color analyst. Charles Davis joined Pat McAfee to talk about a little of Jordan Love. Listen to what where Jordan would rank in regards of grades of quarterbacks that are going to be entering this year's draft. And this might help you understand why Jordan Love could be moved to a different destination. Here's Charles Davis on Pat McAfee's show. There's been people saying that this this draft has uh, very few first-round grades on guys. Do you think some teams are more likely, like we're hearing the Packers, are interested in Debo Samuel and Darren Waller? Do you think teams are going to be more keen to trade for existing guys in the NFL, or do you think we're not going to see very many trades of uh, current players? The one I thought that would be in play that I've heard nothing about is Jordan Love in Green Bay. Because I thought once they re-signed Aaron, would that now be the time that some, hey, we'd make Jordan Love available. By the way, everyone's great on Jordan Love for this year's draft would be higher than the guys who are in this year's draft. If you take last year's draft, and I'll speak just for me, the top five quarterbacks that went, add in Davis Mills who went to Houston. That's six. All of them would carry a higher grade than the first quarterback in this year's draft by evaluation. That's Pat McAfee. He mumbles every now and then (laughs) during answers. Just don't worry about it. Uh, Eric, listen to that. Jordan Love 
would grade higher than any quarterback in this year's NFL draft of full of court well, of some quarterbacks. Does he become a suitable trade asset for you in the draft? And if so, what is Green Bay asking? Because what is Green Bay asking in for return? Because in, and I bring that up. I feel like maybe I'm wrong here, Eric. The Falcons got more leverage than the Packers in this situation. The Packers are probably, as you like, uh, as you mentioned, trying to get rid of Jordan Love. They've used two years on him. It's not really going where they thought it would. They re-signed Rodgers already to a hefty contract. They're building around for the future around Rodgers for however long he is there for. Does the Falcons have leverage in the situation? Or, I mean, just saying, hey, look, we'll do whatever we can to help get Jordan Love here. But, I mean, if you're going to hold on to him, then by all means, you're just wasting his time and you're wasting your time as well. Well, part of it, too, is uh, pride and ego. Like, if they trade Jordan Love, it's an admittance that they they didn't do the right thing in the draft. That when they originally drafted him, it, it, they're admitting that to all the critics out there that have been heaping their criticism upon Green Bay that if you had options to pick some good wide receivers or other position players to help Aaron Rodgers and you drafted a quarterback instead from a non-Power 5 school? And so it would be an admittance of, yeah, we, we probably made the wrong decision a few years ago. But look, the Green Bay, they've, they're sticking with Aaron Rodgers. And so you've got to give what this you give what the team needs to be able to continue to win at a high level and get further than they've been able to get over the last few years. They've had a successful team, right? They win a lot of games. Aaron Rodgers, though, he's still healthy. He's still ready to go out there and compete. So get him the other tools that you need. By the way, Fal- and Jordan Love can provide a great bargaining chip to do that. For the first time since 2007, the Falcons need a full-time starting quarterback other than the name of Matt Ryan. And crazy enough, they turn to Marcus Mariota. If Jordan Love gets there and they're willing to trade what they can for Jordan Love, you got to imagine he has a chance at a starting job, right? I think he can. Uh, Mariota certainly has more NFL experience, and he'll probably be the starter uh, early in the season. But I don't know if he'll be the starter late in the season. He's 28 years old. He's seen some good, as you mentioned, he's seen some good experience, but he hasn't been that great. Hasn't been consistent. No, no, not even close. Jordan Love will have a chance to see the field, where in Green Bay, the only way he's seeing the field is if Aaron gets hurt. Or if he has COVID or whatever the situation is there. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm being dead uh, It would be a long, yeah, t- difficult road for him to see much playing time. And even if he does, it's spotty, right? It's just a, in relief. But in Atlanta, he'd have a chance to be the starter. He could compete to be the starting quarterback. All right, we'll take our final break of the show. We'll come back and get you ready for Thursday's show and more of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. As soil temperatures start to warm up, you'll start to see weeds germinate in your lawn, first on the edges and then spread throughout your lawn. One of those weeds will be a dandelion that each have up to 200 seeds per flower and can travel up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. Call us and we can help control your weed problems this spring. Call the Lawn Doctor for fertilizer, weed, and pest control. And if you're looking for a job this summer, join the Lawn Doctor team. Call 753-LAWN. 
you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, Call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Another Fault Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at eFranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salve. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Big thanks to all of you for joining us here on the Full Court Press. It's been a great show. Thanks to the wonderful listeners for making it so. Uh, got a great show for you tomorrow. We're going to have Dan Clayton at 4.30. Tony Parks will join us as well. And you'll hear from head coach of the Utah State women's basketball team, Kayla Ard, who lost one of her good friends today to South Dakota. Uh, funny enough, it's kind of a small world, Eric. Uh, the um, the Rick Carius, his who is a former assistant under Craig Smith here at Utah State, yeah. His wife, well, now he took the assistant job at South Dakota under Eric Peterson. His wife is now the head coach at South Dakota for the women's basketball team. Oh. And she brings with her Taylor Ignoto, formerly an assistant under uh, Coach Kayla Ard. And so Coach is now looking for a new assistant coach for the Utah State women's squad. Interesting. Yes, Interesting. it is. Hey, the, uh, the deadline for players to enter the transfer portal is this week for football. And so because of that deadline, there have been a number of players, like, Finally deciding if they're going to stay or they're going to go. Yep. Cam Lampkin, we already know he's left. He's now going to UNLV. That was a That's bad That's really choice. surprising. Just a bad decision by him. But a uh, number of other players within the last week. Uh, linebacker Jamison Willingham, who played in 11 games for the Aggies. Uh, defensive lineman James Hansen, who played in four games. Wide receiver Tim Patrick Jr., who played in eight. 
Defensive back Sean Gates, who redshirted last year, and defensive back Keith Harris, who never saw the field. Uh, some uh, other players within the last week have put their name in the transfer portal and uh, doesn't necessarily mean they're leaving Utah State, but they're giving themselves the option to leave. Interesting, just where that portal's going and, and, and like the direction that's going as well. But That's I, not over. Yeah, not over for basketball either. Not even close. Again, a big thanks for everyone for joining us here. For Eric France and Amaje Salveson, a good full show tomorrow, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., same station. See you then.